With some cases, you don't see what the big deal is right away. But when we pulled up to the Martinez house that afternoon... Laz, you're seeing this too, right? What even is that thing? With other cases, you couldn't miss it if you tried. I'm Blake Elrich, and this is Out of Sight. This podcast works best in chronological order, so if this is the first one you're hearing, I'd recommend heading back to your podcatcher of choice and starting with episode one. After me and my producer, Lazari, encountered the apartment building in the bottomless hole, we were shaken. The experience was terrifying, horrible, but somehow it also lit a spark. We couldn't stop now, had to keep going. It's like Staring at an eclipse, your retinas are burning and you might never recover, but it's too captivating to look away. We both feel like that, Laz and me. It's, it's something we have in common, and I gotta say, it's nice to have someone like that shoulder to shoulder with you, especially on a case like this one. It starts with a voicemail from an unknown number. Right, I got this number off a, a seriously sketchy message board, so I really hope this is Blake Elridge. My name is Trevor Martinez, and I'm calling about my niece, Lindsay. She's... This sounds so stupid. She's making art. Please don't hang up. Please. If you see it, you'll understand. There's something wrong with it. He leaves an address for Lindsay, but no callback number. I run it by Lazari. Just a couple hours from Brooklyn, why not? Right up until we turn onto the street, it's all pretty standard suburbia. Alright, Google thinks it's gonna be on the left. And then... Oh my god. Laz, you're seeing this too, right? What even is that thing? I guess it's like Uncle Trevor said. She's making art. Jesus, look at the size of that thing. Huge and terrifying. Terrifying. Standing on the front lawn of the Martinez home is, I don't know how to describe it, a statue? An effigy? It's huge. I'm guessing over 10 feet tall. And it's not a traditional sculpture. It looks like it's made out of tree branches all woven together into a figure. Humanoid, thin, hunched over. The head's hung with black witch moss or hair. It's reaching out like it's asking for a hug, but its face... Its mouth is open in a furious, silent scream. He looks pissed. Or hungry. Excuse me. Hi. Excuse me. Hey there. You know you can't have an RV on this street. This is... Oh no, we're not, like, sleeping here. We're visiting. Do you know Lindsay Martinez? (laughs) I thought so, but, uh... This thing is... impressive. How long has it been there? (laughs) About three months. The HOA's having a cow. They say it brings down the value of the whole neighborhood. The thing is, I usually love weird art, but... But not this. Oh, sorry. I, did, I didn't see you there. No problem. I mean, don't tell Lindsay I said so. She's just a kid, 16 or something. She built that all by herself? I mean, maybe her parents helped. I don't know. Right. But Laurel and Louise seem as surprised as anyone. Those are her parents? Sorry, just what exactly is your interest here? 
Art. We like art. Oh, are you guys like collectors? Well, Luis will be thrilled. He's been looking for buyers. Come on, I'll introduce you. There's a lot of stuff. Where did she get the materials? No idea. You should ask. Passing that malicious sentinel on the way to the Martinez's front door is not a pleasant journey. I feel like it's waiting for us to get close enough to grab. I don't know what I expected based on her work, but it wasn't a high-energy 16-year-old in a high school football sweatshirt getting ready for cheer practice. So we're undefeated this year, right? Except we're playing Valley next, and they were state champs last year, so this is kind of a huge game, and I'm cheer captain, and I'm a little bit freaking out. We also meet Lindsay's parents, Laurel and Luis. Which gallery are you with, Mr. Elbridge? I'm sort of more freelance. This is Lazari. Oh, sorry. I'm Laurel. I didn't even see you come in. Luis and Laurel have converted their dining room into a sort of makeshift gallery. We have to squeeze around the kitchen table for dinner now. Life with an artist. <laughs> yeah. Is Lindsay going to show us? She's in a hurry. It's game night. But don't worry, I know the collection like the back of my hand. Take this totem, for example. It's like a junior version of the statue outside. Black twigs woven together, the imploring arms, the screaming face. It's the size of a candlestick. But the aura of fury it projects is every bit as intense as the one in the yard. She's made more than a hundred of them. Two hundred and twelve. All unique, all handcrafted. People are really responding to them. Responding how? I've seen people cry. Some people won't even touch them. One lady fainted. Well, she got a little dizzy. I hate them. Laurel? But Lindsay just keeps making them, so... Is that Lindsay? Yeah, I'm sure she's... Hey, Lindsay, quick question. I really gotta go. Just real quick. I was wondering why you made so many of these totems. I don't know. I just make them. God, stop staring at me. Ah, teenagers, right? Been a crazy couple of months, I can tell you that. That's how long she's been creating. Yeah. Oh, you, you're going to love this. Check it out. Wow, this is... For the audience at home, it looks like it's taxidermy, but it can't be because it's a chimera of a raven and a serpent... And obviously that kind of animal doesn't... Whoa! You felt that, right? It's like it's moving, or not moving. More like there's weight, fluidity to it. Like it's sleeping. Like it might wake up. Lazari, you, you want to see one? Oh, bracelet. Is this made of human teeth? Amazing craftsmanship, right? They look so natural. Too natural. She's right. They're yellow, they're jagged. There's blood at the root, like they were yanked out of someone's gum. So where does Lindsay get her materials? 100% synthetic. Don't worry. <laughs> don't know that, Luis. You can't just tell people that. What? You think Lindsay made this with real teeth? Hold up. You guys don't know what this is made of? Well, obviously. It's... She won't tell us. Laurel? He should know what he's buying, Luis. Or at least that we don't know. It's art. That's the point. Lindsay has to keep her secrets to... I mean, he wouldn't ask a magician, right? <laughs> no offense, guys, but I'd really like to know if these teeth are... And ask her, all right? Because she won't tell me anything. 
I'm sorry. Maybe we should. No, no. There's so much to. What's this? It's neat, right? No one can figure out what it does. Maybe you'll be the first. Laz, can I see it? If you give it back. It's a small brass pyramid, weighty, solid, about four inches tall. The surface is grooved, every inch of it finely etched with intricate lines and symbols. It ticks and hums in my palm, like something major is going on inside. Can I have it back? Laz, what's... I don't know, I just want to hold it again. Over the next hour, Luis takes us through Lindsay's entire collection, all over the dining room and then into the garage and the attic. I wish I could describe every piece to you. There are candles that burn black flames, a foggy mirror with figures moving behind the glass, some kind of charm like a lucky rabbit's foot, but the paw belongs to an animal none of us can identify. A jar of milky fluid which... Is something swimming in there? It's an illusion. It's craftsmanship. Everything, without exception, is beautifully crafted and eerily realistic. And there's so much of it. The kid is a genius with one hell of a macabre imagination and an unstoppable work ethic. Unless something else is going on. How much for this? Lazari hasn't put down that weird metal pyramid the entire time. But something about it... I don't want it in my RV. I don't know, Laz. It's an amazing piece, right? Or maybe something else caught your eye. You know what? We're going to get back to you. Here's your uh, pyramid back. Oh, you sure? Blake! No, we're going to discuss it, and we're going to get back to you like this week or soon. Uh, right back at ya. We needed that pyramid. Why? And suddenly Laz looks baffled, like she doesn't understand her own actions. We... We just... We just needed it. Laz and I decamp to the local diner to break it all down. Forgetting the pyramid for a second. I'm not nuts, right? You got the same vibe off that stuff I did? Like, you want to puke, but the bad stuff's in your subconscious instead of your stomach. Damn, exactly. Or she's just a talented, eccentric kid. Who's made a decade's worth of art in three months between school and cheer practice. Hey, a cheerleader can be an artist. Of course she can. But what's with her parents not knowing what the pieces are made of? Could be trying to hype the prices with a mystical backstory. Is that really what you think's happening here? Hell no. Me neither. That pyramid? Yeah, all of it. It all seemed genuine. Straight from the source. We need to talk to Lindsay. Without her parents around. Well, that's a pretty weird look for two strange grown-ups and a teenager. Huh. You know what might be our in? What? The kid one table over who's been watching us ever since we said Lindsay's name. Ma'am, can I get a check? Excuse me, ma'am? Kid. Kid, you're not in trouble. What do you want with Lindsay? We just want to understand. Maybe you do too? The reason Cole Washington looks like a running back is because he is a running back. The dark circles under his eyes, that's a little more complicated. Valley One. Is that why you look bummed? What were you doing at Lindsay's? How did you know we were there? Small town. But I heard it was just one person. Is Lindsay in trouble? Cole? I don't know. Probably, or... 
What are you guys, friends? More than friends? Depends when you ask. We've been dating on and off since freshman year, recently more off. You guys broke up? She just changed. Because of the art? The art? What would you call it? Fucked up? Like devil shit, man? I don't know. Devil shit? Look at this. What would you call this? It's another miniature of the totem from the front yard. Three inches tall, arms outstretched, face distorted with rage. Yeah. See how you both just about climbed out of the booth? What's that about? Was Lindsay ever artistic before this? That's what I'm saying. She could barely draw a stick figure. Then suddenly she made enough of these things that they're infesting the town. Infesting how? Like causing fights, accidents. You know, in the past three months, there have been 10 cases of aggravated assault here. You want to know how many there usually are? Way less. Like zero. This town's too small for a stat like that. How do you know it's the totems? Right. Because correlation doesn't equal causation. <laughs> Man, high school's gotten way better since I went. I just know. Anytime something bad happens, one of these things is always nearby. Then why carry one around? As an experiment. For a couple days. What's the verdict? Yesterday, my car broke down on the freeway. Today, almost broke my foot at the game. Jesus. And I've been having nightmares. Nightmares? Like bad ones, man. You don't even want to know. I've never had dreams like these. Have you talked to Lindsay about this? She won't talk to me. She's been acting all weird. Weird how? Like she broke up with me. Okay. Hold up. I I'm not saying that's evidence by itself more. We were doing great. We were talking about prom. We were talking about... Then three months ago, she's out sick for a couple days, and when she comes back, dumps me that morning. Did she say why? She just said she was dealing with stuff. And then one morning, a few days later, bam, that thing's on her front lawn, and these little totem fuckers start showing up everywhere else. How do you know the totem appeared in the morning? I... went by her house the night before. I walked by sometimes after she dumped me. It wasn't like, I just missed her. Okay. So I know with my own eyes that it wasn't there the night before, and then in the morning, it was. I believe you. I don't think you're crazy. So what are we gonna do about it? What do you mean? How are we gonna fight it? Cole, we're not doing anything stupid. We gotta learn about this thing. Learn? This thing's got a hold of her. It's gonna destroy her and everybody else. Hold up. We don't know that's the case. And you're gonna what? Take notes? Cole, you watch game film on other teams before you play them, right? It's, it's like that. Other teams aren't trying to kill my girlfriend. Right. You know, you probably shouldn't call someone who broke up with you your girlfriend. We're gonna talk to Lindsay, okay? We're gonna talk to her. We're gonna get the lay of the land. And then we'll figure it out. You know what? Fine. Whatever. I'm on Facebook and Insta. Message me when you stop being a dick. Dude, seriously? Lazari and I head back to the RV to plan our approach to Lindsay away from prying ears. That poor kid. All that young love and nowhere to channel it. I bet he's not the only one fixated on Lindsay right now. It's gonna be hard to get her alone. What did you say to Cole? Or she might do it for us. You want to get that? Just get it over with? 
Oh, I thought it was just the guy. I'm Lazari. I'm with the guy. How did you find us? Small town, strange RV. Everybody knows where you are. What did Cole say to you? You want to come in? Did he tell you I was crazy? Are you? Laz. I don't know. I don't know how Lazari does it. The kid shows up foaming at the mouth, and minutes later, she's sitting for an interview. Let's start with something easy. Talk me through the process of making one of the totems. I can't. Why not? Because I don't make them. Hold up. Or, no, I I do, maybe. I don't know. <sighs> okay. No, it, that's okay. But can I tell you something, Lindsay? What? You will never again find yourself in a recreational vehicle with two people more ready to believe literally anything you say. I dream them. You dream what? Them. The totems. All of it. I go to sleep and I see them there. In your dreams. You know how in nightmares you just know when a thing is bad? Even if you've never seen it before? Get logic, definitely. I go to sleep and they're always there. Like, they'll be in the room, or maybe I'm holding them. The art objects? The big totem was the first one. I had a nightmare where this huge giant was coming after me, but I couldn't see it. I could only hear it. Everywhere I would hide, it kept sniffing me out. It was so scary. I've never had a dream that scary. Finally, I ran into my house and up to my bedroom and I saw it out my window on the second floor. This horrible, screaming monster made of black branches hunting me. And I knew I should duck down below the window, but everything was so slow. And it looked up and saw me and it screamed and I screamed. We screamed at each other and then I woke up and it was gone. Except, somehow I knew it wasn't. And I went to the window, and I looked, and I was right. It wasn't gone. It doesn't move now. It doesn't scream, but none of that helps when waking up won't make it go away. Do you think it somehow followed you out of your dream? Or I brought it with me. Sometimes it feels like that. Like I'm a hook or a magnet, and I pull things with me whether I want to or not. Every night, another totem man, smaller but just as scary, hunts me in my dream. And when I wake up, he's there next to me. I throw them away all over town, but it's like somehow that's making it worse. Have you told your parents this? My dad won't listen. He sees the art and just thinks about the money we could make. He talks about college, my future, and mom, I think she's too scared to believe me. And this has been going on, what, about three months? That sounds right. So, what happened three months ago? Nothing. That's what's so weird. Honestly, nothing? Why would I lie? Yeah, you're right. Maybe stuff like this doesn't need a reason. Maybe I just had the wrong dream. Since there's nothing else we can do for the kid, we give her a ride home. Which is when she asks the question that ends up changing everything for me and Lazari. So, wait, how did you even find me? What do you mean? Because no way you guys are art collectors. What, just because we're driving around in an RV with no art in it? 
I mean, Lazeri had her eye on that pyramid, but no, we're not. So, how did you find me? Your Uncle Trevor called us. I hope I'm not getting him in trouble. He's just worried about you. Who? Your Uncle Trevor. I don't have an Uncle Trevor. You sure? Am I sure about my own family? Yes, I'm sure. Both my parents are only children. Then who the hell was on that- Holy shit. Blake, look. Oh my god. When we turn onto Lindsay Street, we see it. The screaming totem monster on her front lawn is now a ten-foot column of flames. Even ordinary fire has a hypnotic quality, but the burning totem is on another level. Strange, wild colors dance in the flames. Luckily, the fire department puts it out before it spreads to the Martinez house or anywhere else. And when all's said and done, the totem is a smoldering pile of ashes on the Martinez's front lawn. I'm not going to miss it. You need to go. Are you okay? Is your family... Everybody's fine. Nobody's hurt. But that kind of means they're already talking about suspects. Suspects? We weren't even here when... I mean, I know that. But everyone else is like a weird guy in an RV shows up to the house and that night the neighborhood almost burns down. She's right. We need to go. They're starting to look this way. Lindsay, do you know who actually did this? I mean, I don't know, no, but of course it was Cole. Are you going to be okay? He's just... He doesn't know who he is yet. I bet he's the one who called you guys, too. Shit, people are walking over. Oh, I almost forgot. This is for you. What? What is... Laz, your pyramid. You mentioned you were pretty into it. Thank you, Lindsay. I don't know why yet, but thank you. Now we got a jet. So we leave Lindsay our number and get the fuck out of Dodge. Lindsay never called us after that. I hope that means things got better for her, for her family, for the whole town. No news is good news, right? Maybe. Lazari played with the pyramid all the way back to Brooklyn, trying to open it. You know that thing also came out of a nightmare, right? Hey, you can learn things from nightmares. It wasn't Cole who called us, was it? Nah, totally different voice. So who's Uncle Trevor? Someone who wanted us to go there and see what we saw. Maybe even wanted to lead us to your pyramid. Oh, that's fucked up. And what, do we just wait and see if he contacts us again? Yes. I hate that. Me too. Later, when Lazari takes over driving, I check my email. Hey, Laz, you like Illinois? Why? Because I just got a half dozen emails all from kids at the same dorm at the same college. Something about an elevator. Out of Sight. Created by Reflector Entertainment. Produced by Gideon Media. Written by Jessica Kincaid, directed by Jordana Williams, and starring Jorge Cordova and Reina DeCourcy. The executive producer is Alexander Amancio. The IP producer is Alexis Otier. Sound design by Bart Fassbender. Music by Yuchiro Oku. And additional writing by Mac Rogers. The executive producer for Gideon Media is Sean Williams. This episode also features Abraham McInerney, Sol Marina Crespo, Alfredo Narciso, Ana Maria Jamalka, and Chenaza Uche.